0: Welcome to another edition of the Casual Hour, a podcast ostensibly about video games, but mostly about Hello Neighbor. I'm your host, Bobby Pease. Joining me, my favorite gamer on the go, Mr. Chase Kineke. Chase, how are you? Uh, I got to see Hello Neighbor, so good
1: and also and very
0: bad. Better for it. <laughs> and the, the, the neighbor of the show, Johnny Amazich, the, the game-returned dad, who introduced us to such a magnificent game. How are you? Well, by proxy.
2: Jude is the one who truly introduced all of us to this. (laughs) We They should just stop making video games after this because they peaked.
0: They did something. We made some bad decisions and some good decisions, I guess. Uh, This past weekend, you had us over for a barbecue. I did. Your son, Jude, the better Mm -hmm. of the Amazitches, decided to show us his passion project, which is Hello Neighbor. Is it... Is it really
2: a project, or is it just <laughs> the bane of my existence? Well, we've we've talked about this game on
1: this podcast before a number of times, and it, I think it has mostly been you, you. You have
2: talked. I have yelled. Well, okay. Fair. Fair.
1: You have uh, <laughs> been very frustrated by this game, it appears, and and I think Bobby and I were just really curious at this point and just needed to know a little bit more about what it was. I hadn't watched any YouTube videos. I heard... Yeah. That same. I heard like, okay, it's it's uh, first person. You're walking around. You're going through somebody's house. Um, like any anything art style. Like I hadn't seen any videos, but I had seen some screenshots or something, and, and it kind of reminded me maybe a little bit of like We Happy Few uh, from that trailer stuff that came out. Obviously a little less but dark. <laughs> um, but well, we don't know. We have We Happy Few actually comes mm-hmm. out this month, so we'll we'll learn. How good or bad it really is but uh but yeah we we got to your house jude was very excited to show us the game
2: it was and i quote the best night of my life according to jude so i i don't know if i
1: I don't know if i could quite say the same thing but uh <laughs> but <laughs> it was it was, it was interesting it was interesting to watch <laughs> a child that young how old's your son five, five very interesting to watch a five-year-old excitedly tell us all the little things about this game and things that he would just completely glaze over because they were so ingrained in him or they weren't things that mattered to him and he had very specific things he wanted to tell us about, about the game and then I was trying to ask him questions that could just kind of put this thing into more context and occasionally he wanted to answer those questions and occasionally it was just well whatever don't worry about it and now let's move on to the other thing i really liked when he gave bobby the controller and was giving bobby a little rundown on what the controls were and spent a very long time telling him how crouch crouching works in that game right and not telling him any of the other controls it's like here's how yeah. you can crouch crouching is key I, i'm sure it is but here's how you can crouch here's another way you can crouch it, here's another <laughs> way you can crouch and I'm like the, the okay best thing buddy about it was-
0: I guess my comprehension in his eyes of what crouching in a video game was completely like just threw him off from me wanting to play that game at all. <laughs> and he immediately said, you know what? My mom's good at this part. I'm just going to give it to." That's true. Up. He immediately ripped the controller out of your hand. I don't think you really played yeah, five seconds. Yeah, I didn't even get to play the that. game. Yeah. So I can't, even, I can't even bring my hot take of Hello Neighbor to you tonight <laughs> because, you know, things. But Chase, this game's been built up by Johnny. And I have a simple question here. We're not a review show, but based off of what Johnny has shared on this show, do you agree or disagree with him?
3: Well,
1: uh, I'll give Johnny the benefit of the doubt because at, at least at this point, I think the game isn't entirely broken. Oh. I mean, it's... It,
2: the, the, the beginning of it is the most stable. Right. It's, it's not until you get further into it that it's kind of like this show here.
1: No, <laughs> <yeah. laughs> no, that's that's very much not true. Um, I don't think, <laughs> from what I saw, it didn't look like it was completely broken, and and I think part of that is it's just been out for a while, and I'm sure they've pushed some patches, and and I'm sure it's not completely fixed. Nope. I'm sure, it's not completely nope, fixed. No, they haven't. they
2: uh, haven't patched it okay. since we bought it. Okay,
1: um, but. there were certain design elements that i could see being just terrible the the biggest one to me is the the reticle the cursor on the screen and yeah and that when you put that cursor over objects it doesn't really change that the the one small change you get is that the reticle gets a fraction larger it's really hard to tell. There's no text that comes out on the screen. Like, if you're in Bioshock or something and you look over some money, it'll say, hey, here's $3 that's on the ground. You can pick it up. And pick up. If you're in Borderlands, you can see here's, here's a uh, flashy green thing, and you know, okay, that's something I can actually interact with. Um, it, it, this game has none of that. And so it just has a bunch of objects on the ground, some interactable, some not, and it does really seem just like a hunt and peck, find what does what, and and there is kind of an adventure game quality to it of some of these objects don't necessarily make logical sense of why you would put these things together or find this thing, or who knew that this picture on, on a wall was something that you could actually take down because there's so many other pictures on walls that you can't interact with at all.
0: It, it does seem oh. maddening in a way. I'll tell you what is maddening, the the bad rap that this poor neighbor has. <laughs> I yes, totally. We, we gotta talk about that. Like this poor son of a bitch is doing nothing besides a little routine maintenance. He's trying to keep you know the lawn from looking terrible. He doesn't want you know Johnny Law coming over and telling him what he needs to be doing with. He, his is, place. he has
2: a crashed car in his front yard.
0: Okay, it's and garbage. Johnny, over. I think Some I think have crash is numbers. a strong
1: phrase i don't i don't think it was in that bad of condition
2: it was
0: it's i mean it's sitting on top of a fence that i ran over but this little shitbird neighbor decides it's okay to go running the muck in his house breaking his windows taking down his artwork you know i i think i would probably have a few strong words myself for this little piece of shit that comes over to my house yeah i'm team neighbor in this case
1: i think i am also team neighbor uh now I will say that when you when you first see this neighbor apparently in the game, uh, you can hear some kind of cries or screams or something coming yeah, there's, coming there's from a
2: blood curdling screams that come out. Sure,
1: and then you see the neighbor close the door to maybe a basement or, or something where he might be. Uh, one could assume is keeping this person keeping the that is that okay. is locked down there. Uh, but then you get into the house because you decide I'm going to break into this person's house. And then you go down these steps, uh, or event, you have to go through a bunch of steps to get to his stairs. And then you actually go downstairs and you realize this place is huge. This neighbor has a giant, labyrinthine
2: basement. And yeah, this neighbor's
0: doing okay for himself. And, and I'm one.
2: You, you only saw the most mundane aspects of this game. It gets <laughs> so much more surreal and makes even less sense the further you get into it. Um, Again, I'll, what's the difference between this and that show? What? what show? Our
1: show. Oh, our show. Okay.
2: <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. By the end, it's an incoherent mess. At um,
1: the start, it's an incoherent mess.
2: You, you know, you, you saw the Hello Neighbor light. This is like the demo. I've Look. been through the ninth <laughs> circle of hell. <laughs>
0: I just you know I I think that you and your are a little, El- a little El- too El- too, El- too rough on this. I I I'm team I El- El- don't think
2: I am. Cuz you don't have the full experience. You haven't seen the No, I got game the director's
0: <laughs> cut from Jude. And I really liked it. <laughs> I Jude Coppola.
1: I, all right. Absurd. Well, then let's let's take that to its lo- to its logical conclusion. Bobby, I challenge you to purchase and play Hello Neighbor.
0: Yeah, all the way through.
2: Buy this steaming pile of shit on one of your you, platforms. You, it's you, on everything It is now. on everything.
0: Johnny, you got me a gift card for my birthday. I should use that money of yours to buy this game to say that you gave them more money.
2: <laughs> or that's... you could just take it and flush it down the toilet because that's essentially what you're doing.
0: Well, let's, say, let's put it this way. There's a, there's a chance I may do this. Uh, I'd want to do this alongside Jude. I don't think he'd ever let me live it down if I didn't play this game with him further. But that just
2: sounds like an excuse not to play.
0: The game. Yeah, I I agree. Well, agree to disagree.
2: <laughs> Joni Jude, uh Jude is an avid YouTube watcher. It's very easy to make your own YouTube channel. Yeah, Bobby, why don't and you record stream game game for it for him?
0: him? Yeah. I'll stream it. No, I'll stream Jude, that game.
2: Jude would love nothing more than to watch someone else play Hella Neighbor, which is I wonder so time. if I could
0: play that game as like the most neighborly son of a bitch possible. Like, uh, well, I don't think you'd go get over, anywhere. Like, check in on him, make sure he's doing okay. Like, help him out with the yard work, pick up his yard. I will say, I found
1: That's, I found one thing. I, I found a number of things odd about the neighbor. I still like Bobby said. I am team neighbor because I, I don't really think you can see him do all that all that much wrong. Meanwhile, you're throwing ottomans through his windows. To, to get into his house and, and really messing up his place quite a bit.
2: i got to get in that basement, dog.
1: But uh, the neighbor always is wearing gloves, which I found yeah. weird. He's always wearing rubber he's gloves, latex latex rubber gloves. Uh, there's even a time where he was napping without without a, a bed sheet on because it's video games, but also I think just because this neighbor is weird. And he's wearing his latex gloves while he's napping in bed, And I just—I find that uh, weird. I find that weird.
2: Maybe he's uh, got like crack. I wouldn't assign that to oddness on the neighbor's part so much as laziness on the developers'
0: part. Well,
1: I'm—I'm trying to take what they did at face value.
0: Can we stop talking about? Please, let's let's well let's move on from one broken game to another one here, Johnny. Why don't you tell us about your time with No Man's Sky? (laughs) Uh, I don't know why you said broken. Well, this isn't a broken.
3: Yeah, I guess I
0: guess it's okay. Okay, sure. Broken promises probably works.
3: Were
2: you the one that sent bomb threats to Hello Games, Bobby?
0: What brought you back Jeez. to this universe? Um, a lot of things. I mean,
2: it, this was a game that I was incredibly hyped for, and then by the time it came out, I, I no longer had a PlayStation. Why, why
0: ever would you be hyped for a game like No Man's Sky? Why mm-hmm. on earth would you be excited about a premise that...
2: Uh, well, Sean Murray, head of uh, Hello Games. I... Uh, uh, was thrust into this position of doing PR for their company. And then Sony picked it up and started touting it more as like a triple A game. And I think things just got a little carried away. And uh, the things that they were saying about the game didn't exactly line up with the end product. And I, I think if they had said this is an early access game or this is like a preview, there would have been a lot less vitriol and also maybe charging like $30 instead of $60. Yeah. Um, there's just a lot of stuff that went along with it, and I don't have the same negative feelings towards Sean Murray that I think a lot of other people do, but I also think that like the gaming culture as a whole tends to blow things way out of proportion and have a much larger sense of entitlement than they really should about anything. Why don't you tell uh, me how you feel about Hello Neighbor again? <clears throat> That's objectively bad.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, anyway, so we, this is the second anniversary, right? Oh, no Man's Sky.
2: Uh, it's coming up. So, this, so is, this is the big next update. They've released several smaller updates uh, all for free. I mean, the, the backlash was so harsh whenever this game came out that they were radio silent for a good long time. Um, and, you know, it's the game I always thought about. I was like, I will get back to this eventually. i want to try it out. Um, I played it like for an hour on launch day, because my, my cousin Wes came over before he went away to school and we played it on his PS4. And at the time all I had was Xbox. So you know, come August twenty eighteen, um you know it's coming out on the Xbox, there's this big update that's coming out, and you can get a used copy for twenty bucks at GameStop. So I'm not giving Hello Games any money. I had a copy on Steam that I bought and returned. Did
0: you buy it for PlayStation or did you get it for the Xbox? PlayStation. Oh, used. I'm sorry. You said used, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Is it sixty bucks on Xbox?
2: No, it's forty. I think. Okay. Um. So, the the premise of this game is something that, like, as someone who loves science fiction, who has fantasized about going through space, and you know, Mass Effect, the game about. Going through the galaxy is like maybe my favorite game franchise ever. Um, The thought of having a game where I I had the entire galaxy at my disposal to explore. It was mine to do with what I want or, you know, make. You know what I'm trying to say. Make out of it. Uh, Yes, I do understand. So I picked it up and I put maybe 11 hours into it
0: um and you've been you've been all in you're you're, you are hooked
2: i'm having a really good time and it's not it's not perfect by any means uh it has some pretty glaring flaws um i think the inventory system is bad i don't like it um i you know i realize it is in its base mode a survival game about crafting and you know working your way up to get better and be- like a better ship, a better mining tool, um, a better scanner, so you get more money for scanning animals. And like I realize that is part of the game, but just let me have a bigger inventory, dude. Like you can buy upgrades as you go through the different systems, but it's just one slot at a time. Um, and that's probably my least favorite part about the game is inventory management because who loves? And
0: it? it gets really fucking expensive. Because they increase the cost of inventory every time you, you expand It goes up
2: ten thousand credits every time. And so but I'm I'm in the middle of something that is gonna make it very easy to farm credits. Uh so that's that's not really gonna be an issue.
0: You're space farming.
2: Uh yeah, there's there is a particular blueprint that you get that once you make the item you can sell it for about You are Matt credits.
0: Damon on Mars. Exactly. You're harvesting your own turds.
2: The first planet I started on was actually really harsh.
0: Um, and so, you know, like now, I said, my... You, you yeah. put an hour in originally when this game came out. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I also have fired No Man's Sky back up. Now, you probably remember um, back to one of our classic episodes, Bro Man's Sky, where I spent a large t- chunk of time talking about my experiences with it. And I put in... An Absurd amount of time on this game when it came out um, Thinking that there would be light at the end of the universe and I came out of that Empty
2: realized the universe is a cold and uncaring place. I did shit about you or your feelings
0: and I just realized that you know As much as I enjoyed the uh, the promise of space exploration mm-hmm. I thought that some of the 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 worlds were interesting you kind of get to a point where the procedurally generated promise doesn't fully develop in a way that you thought it would. I mean, it's and never
2: been good. Procedurally generated content It's never sure. been as good. Mm, this was
1: I agree. Uh, I don't.
2: <laughs> like there there's been good procedurally generated games, like think about. I'm not saying there's not good ones. It's just like when you have something that can only have so many yeah, permutations, like, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know, I, yeah. I'm so, having a really great day. Yeah, the, the original awesome. time That's that fun. I
1: played No Man's Sky, I thought that it was flawed but interesting. There was definitely a, a relaxing quality to a lot of it. And what was kind of a bummer is that because I was enjoying it as a relaxing type of experience, that I was landing on way too many planets that had uh, harsh issues, cold, heat, oxygen stuff. And I right. And I felt like I wasn't, Uh, there wasn't enough convenience to that world. It was a little too survivally for me uh, and part of that was also the inventory, part of that was also the idea of fast travel I think there was a a long I had one stint where there was a very uh, long time that I went without being able to get back to my ship and had to uh, (laughs) I think I had to like circle the entire world to get back to my ship just because it was because of the circumstances that happened and it wasn't it wasn't quite enough for me the the, the highs were were weighed down by an, enough lows and i think they've done a lot to to fix those kinds of things or at least make them less bad uh in these coming yeah. months and years uh don't isn't there actually like a creative mode like a sandbox kind of mode mm-hmm. where
2: yeah I, I started it jude saw me playing this game and he thought it looked really cool so I started his own uh, save file in creative mode, so he wouldn't have to worry about dealing with survival. Yeah, he, he you know he's way into it.
0: You know what they didn't fix, Chase? <laughs> What's that, Bobby? They did not allow you to map the sprint button to the right thumbstick. <laughs> it is still on the left. These monsters—they probably have their toilet paper going under rather than over at but, all their studio bathrooms as well.
1: But they still have kept the the melee jetpack glitchy trick thing that is mm-hmm. very fun, um, and they've also added like a Skyrim-esque third-person camera angle if you want that too.
2: It, it's what I, they start you off on. Yeah, That's I've weird. been playing in third person the entire. time.
0: That's life. weird. Which I find incredibly interesting that 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 they think this is a better experience. Uh, I, I don't person. think
2: it i think it's more just people ask for it because you you can customize how your guy looks and uh, i don't know i i haven't switched to first person at all since i started um johnny how far into the universe are you going to go i you know and until it stops being interesting for me to explore
0: okay um, so you're going to keep playing this short answer yeah
2: definitely it's, I'm ha- I'm really happy we get to record the podcast early tonight because it means I get to stay up late and play No Man's Sky. So yeah, no. Um, so thinking about it all the time, um, there's a couple more points, and then I'll I'll shut up about You're No Fine. Man's Sky. But um, you know, like I said, this is this is the kind of game I've dreamed about since I was a kid, and I don't think it's living up to the promise of what space exploration games could be. I think it makes a very good attempt, um, and I, the, like until I'm no longer eager to see what's in that next star system, you know, what these planets are going to be made up of, you know, sending out a signal to find an abandoned factory or old ruins, like, that stuff is still holds my interest enough that I'm going to keep going with it. And, you know, when you first enter a system and see a planet, like, there's like a sense of wonder there that I rarely feel in any other games that are very heavy in exploration cuz it it is, you know, it makes you feel how small and insignificant your character is. You know, you're just this one blip, not even a blip. You're like a blip on a blip in this overall like you see that impossible blue Impossible to imagine. <laughs> <That's> yeah. <us. laughs> exactly. I don't like that that stuff is always Really think, spoken to me, and and I've taken, I haven't taken this many screenshots in a game since uh, Night in the
0: Woods. It's good. Yeah, it's, it's a, good a very screenshot. pretty game. I I think that the idea that so whenever they were pitching a game like, hey, you could be, you know, your own army that's going around exploring yeah. the world, or you can. be... I've, I've
2: ripped a couple of freighters
0: off to get their loot. Well, I think that's that's one of the things. So I wanted a little bit more from that. So if you wanted to be a, a freighter, like. Give me a give me a reason to deliver this big good, like you know, like make it an incentive. Like maybe maybe you have to get through a blockade, and maybe you have to deliver something in a certain amount of time, and there's a bonus or, or a rare item at the end of that for you. Or maybe you can become more of a pirate. And yeah, you know, the, I th-
2: I think that they'll the keep risk adding, versus reward. Yeah, I think they'll keep adding stuff to this. You know, honestly, I think they had a contract; they couldn't break the date. Their backs were against the wall, and they just had to put out what they had. And it backfired spectacularly.
1: And Sony didn't and still doesn't have any sort of early access type of service, so they couldn't right. they couldn't kind of put that disclaimer on it the yeah. way you can they, on Xbox. You know, I still think that it would
2: they be... they hadn't fucked the messaging up so badly with this game, you know, it wouldn't have hardly any of the negativity surrounding it.
0: I do think that there's an opportunity for uh, VR here, and I know that... That's a a big thing of you know polarizing opinions, but a world that immersive, and I think some of the ship mechanics, especially being in the cockpit, and Sony's big claim to fame with you know VR being a a, a tentpole item for them, right. this game it lends itself to that beautifully if if they allow it. Yeah, totally.
2: I was thinking about that myself because I will probably pick up a PSVR headset when it goes on sale this holiday.
0: So. Yeah, I mean
2: Jude Jude keeps talking about it, and if I can make the excuse Yeah I'll do it. <laughs> but uh that's that's basically it for me. I'm still playing a lot of Pokemon too.
0: Um Yeah, are we doing any of this tonight?
2: No, my 3DS is downstairs. <laughs> so yeah
1: yes and no. <laughs> um no, I will not be doing any wonder trading tonight, uh, because I have dove into the the deep end of gray market Pokemon. Um, Hell yeah! yeah. What are you so Chase,
2: how many shiny Pokemon do you have?
1: Uh, I believe the answer is 649 uh, as of today. Um, and that's and that's because uh, while trying to teach Bobby a lesson, I accidentally um got myself in deeper. I I bought a questionable copy of Pokemon Black, uh, because I realized I actually didn't have a copy of Pokemon Black or White at this point. I only had a copy of the sequel. Um, And then I thought, well, if I'm doing that, here's one that says that it's got all the shiny Pokemon already on it, and I can just have it, and they're all legit. Well, quote unquote, legit. They will, they will go into the Pokemon Bank. You can transfer them all there.
2: You can launder them.
1: Yes, basically. And I thought, well, like this. Honestly, the the, the listing said it was a legitimate cartridge. Um, that it wasn't a wasn't a, a reproduction cart, and that also. Uh, it wasn't that much more expensive than a regular
0: used copy of one of these games. I'm like,
2: you know, anything. Timeout. Uh huh. I think you were justified in your purchase, Jake.
0: So you did you buy a copy of Black
2: that had all
1: these uses? Yes. So it doesn't have any of the X and Y or Sun and Moon Pokemon
0: on it, obviously. Okay. But uh, so what is when you load that cart in? Uh huh. Does it does it automatically recognize in the bank? Mm. Or no, black's the one that you have to go. You have to into do the transporter. <laughs> so,
1: like currently, I'm actually doing while we're recording this. I'm doing this dark business of moving all the Pokemon over from one game into the Poca transporter, going to the bank, putting them. Into... You have to have two 3ds's to do that. No, right? no, you only need one. You can just put a copy of Black in, and then the the Poca transporter and bank are are oh yeah blind, you, so. to, you only do a box at a time though right because it goes in your correct. box. correct correct so it's it's a bit okay. of a process but now i guess i have all these shiny pokemon which is pointless there, there's there's don't don't do this and bobby specifically don't are they do level 100 uh there are uh, yes all of them really are 100 there are a couple of extra ones in here that are at level five that you can kind of play around with it's, it's just don't just don't do this don't be like me uh anyway i once i transfer all these over i will then wipe this copy of black so i can play this copy of black no certainly not um i will wipe this copy of black and then try to uh to play a a, have it be a regular game again
0: and uh i guess once they're in your bank Mm -hmm. it's like authentic good to go and you can you can only take them into sun and moon correct
1: uh no i could ta- i could take them into x and y i could take them into to omega ruby and alpha sapphire i could and then i could take them into x and y okay. or i could take him into sun and moon or, and then i can move them over to the new switch one presumably because i th- there's no way they won't do the pokemon bank for that that'd be ridiculous oh man if they don't do the bank on the switch version i'm gonna be pissed everyone will be pissed um, yeah, so that's what I've been doing Also, I may have gotten into further grey market Pokemon dealings And I, again, another thing you shouldn't do But I purchased two uh, ROM hack reproduction games uh, And that would be so, so Pokemon has a lot of ROM hacks People like Pokemon, people like making their own versions of Pokemon And putting them out online and sometimes Nintendo will slap them with a cease and desist... And oh, sometimes what
0: post the one that was like the nuclear one?
1: Yeah, uh, that one did get a cease and desist. I don't remember the name exactly. Uh, but yeah, it was like Pokemon Nuclear or something like that. Um, but there are an, a ton of ROM hacks out there. And th- I found a site that was talking about what some of the good ones were. And I then found some of those games some of those rom hacks that had been uh manufactured onto cartridges gba cartridges and available for sale which is dumb like don't don't pay the 10 12 bucks for these games because if you really want these if you really want to try these they're all free roms that you can go download and i'm not saying you should necessarily do that either but do the gray market thing that doesn't cost you any money instead of the gray market thing that costs you a little bit of money. But I, I like playing games on physical systems, on my handhelds, and not on my computer. So for me, I thought, all right, I'll dip into that. So I, I did buy two ROM hack games. One of them is Pokemon Ash Gray, which is supposed to be uh, a little more based on the Pokemon anime whatever that means Uh, so I imagine you're going to get a Pikachu I imagine there's going to be maybe like some cutscene with some Spearow in a forest or something Uh, I wonder if there's going to be Officer Jenny's in in this game Uh, but it it sounds like it takes a little bit more tact of what the TV show was like so that sounded interesting enough I'll I'll give that a shot and then the other one I got was called Pokemon Glazed G-L-A-Z-E-D I don't know what I, I don't know what the glazed
0: part refers to,
1: but it's supposed to be hey, waking
0: me up on Pokemon Blaze becomes a thing. <laughs> if you know what I mean? Uh,
1: <laughs> Hey-o. So yeah, I, I don't know exactly what that one's about. It apparently it has an original story that is that is interesting. I don't know if it has any fake Pokemon in it, but part of me kind
2: of wants there fake to be Pokemon yeah i look forward to hearing more about your yeah
1: i i just thought it i just thought it would be interesting and fun i have actually dealt with some of these reproduction cartridges in the past for fire emblem games that have been fan translated uh so i know they work at least like there's nothing wrong with them physically but there is maybe something wrong with them a little bit morally Anyway, <laughs> so, I have, so I haven't actually almost, played any of these games. I, I loaded them up to, to make sure they work. Uh, the Pokemon from Black are, are moving over nicely into the Pokemon bank, so that's all working. Uh, Nintendo, please don't come break down my door and arrest me.
0: <laughs> um, so almost as exciting as a glazed Pokemon, you finally finished... Super Robot Wars X. I did,
1: yeah. I, I spent kind of a marathon this last weekend to, to finish it. I wasn't that far away, but when you get to the final chapters of these, of these kinds of games, one, the story stuff really ramps up into all the way up its own ass to astronomical levels, and then also just the battles get huge and long and in some cases somewhat difficult. And even though I was playing on the easy difficulty for this game. Uh, but man, that game's great. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to talk much more about it. The the story ended in a very stupid way. Uh, there is a turn by someone who you thought was your friend, and then he kind of turns again, and then says, like, by the way, I didn't actually turn on you the first time. I just needed you to be angry at me. It's really dumb. It's really, really dumb. But gameplay-wise, I was I was really clicking on all cylinders in those, those last handful of hours and was just having a, a great time making an incredible team that could just wipe out anything. I, I made some really cool strategies out of combinations of, of moves and mechs and skills and pilot abilities and uh, extra actions that you can use. There's all these things that at one point seem daunting, and by the end of the game, it becomes this thing that isn't so much daunting as it is just, wow, I always have the possibilities. Like the, the, I can basically do anything if I needed to. I just need to remember what i have at my fingertips i there is one uh there was there was one specific uh mission that i was in where i needed to kill something that turn or i was going to lose and my guys all my guys were a little too far away to actually attack this this ship that i needed to attack and it it was me just sitting on the couch for a, a good while thinking okay what can i actually do on first blush, it doesn't look like I can do anything. Nobody has the range to get over there. But then I thought, okay, well, this guy has the ability to give somebody else another turn. All right, cool. So I can get him here, and then I can get him an extra turn, and then I can use an ability that he has to go a little bit further, and then I can use an ability somebody else has to give him double damage for that turn. I can use an ability that somebody else has to do this for him, and it got to the point where, okay, I can send one guy over there, and get him all the way in there, and he can do so much damage. And because of that combination of abilities and actions and all the different things that were going on, I was able to complete the mission. And it made me feel incredibly smart, even though I was pretty dumb to put myself into that situation in the first place. Uh, but the, just the fact that I had the, I had all the tools in front of me, I just needed to know how to use them in the correct way. Yeah, That's super it's good cool. Feeling, yeah. It's super, super cool. Uh, so that game while awful is also fantastic it's definitely going to be one of my favorite games of the year and it's it's kind of weird for me saying that since it's an import game and i know a lot of people don't necessarily have access to it but
0: it's i really really hey, like that game a lot of people don't have access to 649 shiny Pokemon, <laughs> but here we are tonight so uh, yeah we're in rarefied air boys yeah. welcome to the casual hour after dark yeah chase has <laughs> chase has done it again
1: yeah well, after, after finishing Super Robot Wars X, I put that down, I felt freedom for the first time in a long time, and uh, then I picked up my Switch and started playing more Octopath Traveler, which I've been meaning to do for a long yeah. time, but why, why put time into one big long RPG when I'm already putting time into another big long RPG, and also putting time into Pokemon, which is, in itself, a big long RPG. Um but Octopath's cool. Uh, I, I didn't get super far. I played maybe another couple hours of it. I've gotten enough people into my party where I have a full party now and can and can really see the full extent to to how some of these mechanics work. I, I'm liking the combat a lot. I'm liking the story stuff that's there, and I realize that the story has problems later down the line and that none of these characters actually really cross paths in any meaningful way, and it it's kind of pointless why they're all on a on a big quest together but for now i'm still in those early times where there's a lot of fun possibilities and things are kind of cool and easy breezy and fun and i'm i'm having a good time with it i think it's a great game
0: yeah i think you know i obviously have become a monster a pocket monster and haven't been able to get into the game as much as i'd like to but the combat and the mechanics present are just so fucking rewarding, and you really do feel pretty damn powerful if you can change some stuff up in this game in a way that breaks attacks and you let you know you leverage these weaknesses. Like it's it's a ton of fun. And I think the game is gorgeous. I love the style. Um I think that they've done a really good job of that. Tilt shift meets you know sprites and three dimension. Like I think that's awesome. Uh a really good style. Yeah. If if this game could have landed the plane on coordinating a way to make this feel like more cohesive teamwork, I think that there would have been enough here to make this game pretty damn special. Now, having that with like individual stories is still a good time. Mm-hmm. Absolutely a good time. But I'm looking for just a little bit more cohesiveness.
1: Bobby, I would like you to give uh, the Bravely Default series a shot. Because it is made by some of the same developers that are part of this it has a lot of the same mechanics, especially combat-wise, and the, it's it's got this kind of turn manipulation stuff where you can get extra turns. You're able to finish off uh, finish off quick battles, uh, you're finish off you're able to finish off battles quickly because you can take extra turns and just kind of wipe out smaller enemies, and the grind becomes really lessened like that. But the story of that game, of those games, there's two of them. Those games are definitely more cohesive. They're definitely more focused on story. They have more of a Final Fantasy feel to them. They do both have awful, awful twists at the end. But other than that, <laughs> uh, they are... I, I think they kind of would scratch that itch in a way that what you're kind of talking about. The, the issues that you have with, with Octopath, I think, are somewhat solved
0: by Bravely Default. Well here's my question mm-hmm. um got I know this nice is two d s now it's true totally, and i know I know it's on there i've I've read some stuff, so I think whenever we talked about octopath a few episodes back we we mentioned some bravely default stuff then not to this this level of detail, so I'm like very curious I look it up, mm-hmm. and there seems to be a lot of validity to this coming to the switch bravely default yeah huh. that'd be cool, and so like, there's, there's enough, like, Google searches here, like, if you just type in Bravely Default Switch, where there's even people saying, like, 3DS or wait for possible switch, like, eh, you know, I...
1: Well, I have a copy of Bravely Default that you can borrow, so you can just okay. do that. Uh, the second one I, I downloaded, so you wouldn't be able to, to have that, but... Uh, I don't know, they're, they're, games, they're games worth trying. I think they, they have some really cool job systems and do some, some interesting things with them. And you can see, if you played that game, if you went back and played that game now, you go, wow, I really see how they got to Octopath Traveler from this.
3: Okay.
0: Um, yeah, no, like, look, man, I'm, I'm up for it. The, the art looks really cool on it. Some of the world build looks very similar. I can see where the comparisons would come into, into play here. Yeah. But you um, also have a few other games like- that you're playing. At this moment. <laughs> uh, right. I've, I've, got, I've gotten myself up against the ropes in a bad way, guys. Bobby, what have you been playing? Um, well, I'll tell you what I've been beating. Uh, I have completed Pokemon Alpha Sapphire. Congratulations. Now, when I say complete, obviously I'm not saying my Pokedex is full. I'm saying that I have uh, gotten as far into the story and then some at, per the, the recommendation of, of you two. Mm-hmm. Um I really, really, really enjoyed my time with Alpha Sapphire. Um, The quality of life enhancements that were there were fantastic. Um, I found myself really enjoying the new style. And uh, I am eagerly anticipating going back to that, that style of Pokemon game. With that being said, I'm continuing on this path of ignorance. And I have now... Uh, started up Pokemon Pearl.
1: Yeah, this is interesting life. because now you were regressing in a way. Before you've been you've been jumping not just generations, but you've been jumping platforms. At this point, going yeah. from original Game Boy to uh, to DS to now 3DS with Alpha Sapphire, and now you're going back to the DS with Pearl. Yeah, those games aren't quite the same.
0: No, and I got to tell you, um, I'm, having, I'm a, having a hard time. I'm having a hard time. But you uh, just
1: played a game that was in this style. like Heart, Heart Gold, Soul Silver is basically the same as Pearl and, and Diamond. They, they're the now, same generation. Let me, let me
0: preface. My angst that I have right now towards this has little to do with the aesthetics of it. I don't, I don't mind this style. I think it looks good. Like I, I do enjoy the sprites and I think they do a good job with that three dimensional take on, on that. or not, I guess this is quasi 3d in some degree. Yeah. but, um, here's where I run into some, some conflict with, with what's going on. Um, really I get frustrated every time I look down and my menu is not present at all times on the second screen because playing, uh, even soul silver, I always had that stuff there. Like, if I wanted to save, I can quickly save right there without going into a menu and pressing more buttons. Mm-hmm. If I wanted to go and activate a TM or something of that nature, I can do it. If I wanted to look at my Pokemon and go in and do some restore of health or a status, I can do that. That menu only shows up when you're when you're in battle.
1: Yeah, but you can put yeah. a watch on the bottom screen.
0: How great's that? That watch is fucking <laughs> dumb. That watch is stupid. I went and got an app. I'm like, okay, they're going to add apps. They're going to slowly build in some of these quality of life things. No, cool. You got your really. first badge. Go talk to the guy that made it. Oh, you get a drawing pad. Wonderful. Let me just write down how much I hate this watch on that.
1: <laughs> you do get a, a not awful but not great map. That, that's the one I mainly kept. Uh, you also get yeah. like a bad summary of your, six, uh, of your six Pokemon
0: that doesn't really tell you anything yeah, about them. Yeah, that's real bad. Uh, like yeah, it's it not won't, great. It won't update the health unless you like go into a new menu. So the menu system really is bothersome. Um, what really sucks is is going from a game like Alpha Sapphire that uses a shared XP, and yeah, uh, now I'm going back to what was in Soul Silver, which is hey, you're gonna get to give this one shared XP or EXP to a, mm-hmm. a Pokemon. So now I'm back to hot swapping. Exp Sharon, I'm a you know I'm yeah. all over the place yeah. with it. Yeah, you're playing Pokemon. I'm playing Pokemon now. Let's talk about something that is a little frustrating to me. Um, I chose. Um, it's it, I have I have a, a Groddle right now. I think is it Grotle? Is that his name? The second evolution of Turtwig. Yeah, Grotle, Grotle, whatever. Okay. Yeah, so I have a Grotle. That was my starter. I. I opted for that one because I think it looks really cool, and Chase gave me some good insight to that that particular Pokemon. What is a little? It's not little. It's just bullshit in this story, in the main story of uh, Pearl or Diamond. Mm-hmm. If you do not choose a fire starting uh, as your Pokemon or, or a fire type as your starting Pokemon, there's only one Pokemon in the game in the main story that you can get that's a true fire type, and that is a Ponita. And so for me. Not only am I stuck to this one option for a fire type, it's not even a new generation. So that is, is some bullshit. Second of all, reading up on this, like once you get your national decks, <laughs> you have to, on a DS, put in your cartridge of diamond or pearl, and then you need an advanced copy of fire red or um, green. leaf green. Leaf green or uh Ruby, uh, sapphire, emerald. Yeah. Yeah, one of those in conjunction with with this game to Uh go back and look for it. Yes.
2: That's fucking dumb. And it was in this moment (laughs) that Bobby became a Pokemon fan.
3: Yeah.
1: Like Bobby (laughs) Well man, you have to you have to realize this was a sign of the times. This at the time that was awesome. That was great. That was the closest thing they had to, uh, like, a loyalty program at that point. Of wow, I can I can use my copy of Fire Red, and now I can find a couple more Pokemon in this garden area. That's that's really cool. My friend has a copy of Leaf Green. Let's trade games, and now we can we can find those extra Pokemon. It it again, it did what Nintendo likes, and that's encouraged trading, sharing, playing together. And that's, that's totally what it did. And if you were in middle school around the time that I was when these games came out, it's the perfect time to be like, hey, here's, here's my copy of the game. Here's your copy of the game. Cool. Let's, let's swap some stuff out at lunchtime. It worked out really well. Yeah. Now, going back to it, it it's a complete hassle. And I, I totally get that. But also, Bobby... You are playing these games so quickly. You are binging them. You are Netflix binging these Pokemon games. Yeah. And at that point, don't worry about the side stuff. Don't skimp that stuff. It's no big deal. Like, it's, that's, it's like when I watched, that's what I told when I watched Lost on Netflix, because uh, I didn't like Lost when it first came out, and I didn't watch it at all. So when somebody said, like, okay, hey, sit down, man up, watch, watch Lost... I watched all of Lost, and I binged that that show, and it doesn't make any sense to binge it because it loses out on a lot of the things that make Lost interesting. Like you didn't get to have the water cooler conversation each week. You didn't get to go and read forums and see people talk about things and analyze stuff. And you. What's in the bunker? It, it, well, I'll find out next episode. What's what in the bunker. I'll find out next episode, which will be now and yeah. not a week later. And it really kind of I had ruins. The same
2: as you. It checked. really
1: does kind of ruin what that show is. It doesn't feel unique anymore. It just feels like a lot of crazy shit happening, and then immediately being dismissed in the next episode because I'm watching the next episode. Not Penny's boat. Well, whose boat is it? I know because I watched the next episode. Um, so I, I think so, you should treat Pokemon in the same way. Like these games, we were able to really pour over them. These were games that we were putting hundreds of hours in at a time. So to have anything that could justifiably put our put us uh, put another couple hours into that was cool for us back then now absolutely it's it's just a hassle like damn they make me go through all jump all through through all these hoops to get all this stuff done but like you've already purchased
0: the next games in this series like you <laughs> no, not only that i own every pokemon game. yeah i'm lined up for this i'm ready i am so i told john johnny and i met up briefly tonight i was at a grocery store near his new job and he came over after i flipped off the building um so As you what, do. no big deal no big deal what i told him was in these other games i'm like you know what i'm gonna try and get some of the legendaries i'm gonna try and 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 get into a little bit more of the the deep roots here of of these two other games i've played on pearl man i am i am critical pathing my way through this game good uh I'm gonna get to black or well, I'm sorry. I have a copy of white, uh, and then I have a copy of black too. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna get in there, and then uh, I do have a copy of X, and then I have a copy of Ultra Moon. So technically, I don't have Sun or Moon, but I don't think from what I'm reading, I really need to have one of those.
1: You know, as I play through Ultra Moon and have a somewhat fuzzy memory of original Sun. I, I, can, I can tell some things are different, but not in a way that's really meaningful. Like there, There's going to be some characters that, that you'll see in this game, in, in Ultra, that you won't see in the regular versions, but I, I don't think
0: you'll really tell the difference. Yeah. Now, on top of that, I have also started watching um, Generation 2 anime with, with Sarah. <laughs> um so
1: so we've gone that bobby what's that i there? wow
0: man <laughs> jesus <laughs> yeah is it on netflix uh no i found a streaming site for it
1: you, well, did I, did I, you get oh my god bobby is getting into gray market pokemon <laughs> bobby <laughs> I, I warned I, you
0: so actually johnny i did temporarily get a crunchyroll subscription because uh, they offer a seven-day free trial, but Pokemon, surprisingly enough, is not on Crunchyroll. Yep. And yep. there, there is a Pokemon TV app you can download, but again, it's like kind of like a, a top hits from the season. It's not the full story of it. So Sarah and I, and you need the whole arc. I, you know, I want to know what's. Don't don't touch that dial, you know. And it's it's D I L E like in Toto Dial. And so uh, Sarah had binged through the original series that I watched when I was a kid. We've both been playing like Pokemon Go and some of these newer ones I've been talking to her about my experience with them uh, on, the, on the core game. And she, I'm like, well, yeah, we can watch it if you want to. She's like, yeah, let's just put something dumb on. So we've been watching a little bit of that. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm dumb. I'm playing a lot, of, a lot of Pokemon. I am still having, like, outside of some of these critical uh, errors I have with, with quality of life mechanics, I'm still playing a Pokemon game and, and I'm okay with that. Uh, I did make a trip to Branson over the past weekend and you know what that means? Bobby, you have to play a little bit more virtual reality. This time, I tried out for the first That's time. That's what that means. You're right. Because um,
2: when I think Branson, I think VR. When I think Branson, I think VR. Yeah.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Branson, Branson reality. Um, what I did... BR. I got to... BR. <laughs> I went and played a little <laughs> BR this past weekend. Uh, <laughs> uh, hey, there's a BR, shop somewhere. town there's, there's, there's a shop somewhere that's waiting for us to open it up, probably next to a vape shop. Um, <laughs> so my cousin Jason's daughter had won a complete Oculus Rift out of a claw machine at a Branson Arcade. And that's Branson so for you. He got this free copy of Oculus on top of a PSVR, so I got to test out the, the Oculus hard- hardware, and I got to play Beat Saber. And Beat Saber is this hybrid of... DDR meets Guitar Hero meets Star Wars. It's really cool. Unofficially. It is really cool. Um, I, the, the neat thing about playing on a PC is, of course, there's all the mods. So I was able to mod in um, Count Dooku's lightsabers. And on top of that, uh, I, was a, I was able to load in a lot of Daft Punk songs. So I was playing in virtual reality. Count, Count Dooku, Punks. big Daft Punk fan. Everybody knows Count, that. Daft, Daft Cuckoo and, nope. and BR. Nope. Uh, <laughs> uh I got to play uh, a lot of their songs from the, the Tron 2 soundtrack, which I mean I kind of peaked at that point in time. Call me the lawnmower man in B Town because I was all up in that BR. And uh it was a fantastic time. It's so good, it's, it's good. And and that so the if anybody would have told me on your thirty third birthday, you're gonna be playing virtual reality in Branson, Missouri, I would have said, yeah, there's a good chance.
1: You have said, yeah, probably, because I have family there, and that family has a VR setup. <laughs> um, yeah. For, yes. So I, I imagine that having the mod stuff was, was a really big deal there, because the, what I've heard from Beat Saber is that people like the idea, and then it just is so shallow of an experience, because I think, it, I think at one point it only had six songs. Maybe it still does, officially. Yeah, it's like six or seven. And... It's just there's just not enough there to really keep to keep things going. No. But it's it's cool that there is a no. mod community that is is making that a bigger deal.
0: I, I will end my segment here because I've talked way too much. With this, there was a modded song called "I Have the High Ground." God damn it! Sam. And what? <laughs> <laughs> so what this is? It's that whole monologue, but every time you hear the lightsabers clashing. You had to be doing the moves with the sticks. And the best part is when Obi-Wan says, don't try it. I have the high ground. And you hear Anakin growl and jump. The movement that you have to hit the boxes in lines up perfectly with his legs and one good arm that you cut off. And then the song just goes black and you just hear him screaming as he burns on the sides of Mustafar. It was fantastic. (laughs)
2: Okay, I think we should just end the podcast right yeah. now. That's... How do we top it? Please, You know how we
0: top it? So,
1: we top it by talking about huh. the games that are coming out in August.
0: Hell yeah. Well, that's fair. I like that. This is, these are, this is another one of those awesome episodes where we get to tell you the games that we love <laughs> from July, in this case, but what we're looking forward to in August. You know, I've... It's our preview episodes.
1: I, I think these are my favorite episodes that we do.
0: I think so. Same. Yeah. I, I I look forward to these. As soon as we end this episode tonight, I'm gonna to be looking forward to next month. Yeah,
1: absolutely. I also feel like this is the one time that we actually provide any sort of service to to anybody what? listening. Like BR isn't a service. Nope. No, it's you not. You tell that to Yakov. Like, I, I the only other service that we've done on this episode is telling people what games not to buy or play. And that is, don't buy Super Robot Wars. Don't buy Gray Market Pokemon games. Don't...
0: Like,
1: don't, don't do any of this stuff. And don't
0: play Alpha Sapphire before don't, Pokemon Don't Don't
1: binge a shit ton of Pokemon games all at once, because it's ridiculous, and you turn
3: into Bobby. Oh,
1: I,
0: God. I'm going to change my name to Brock. Please don't.
3: Uh, Alright, so, so uh,
1: before first, <laughs> before, we, before we talk about August stuff, what we have to do is talk about the, the month that came before. And we, we each had a list of games that we talked about uh, in July that we said we thought would be our, our picks, and picks is kind of a loose term that we use right now, where picks is kind of, like, these are games that we, I think these are games that we think are going to be the best games of the month. It doesn't always turn it's out that way. also, like,
0: just what mm. our fucking tastes are. Yeah, being.
1: totally, totally. Uh, but there's also... Uh, it's happened in a lot of months, and I it, believe it's going to happen here for pretty much everybody. Everybody who's being honest with themselves. That uh, that we don't actually buy all the games that we say are our picks. Or play
0: them. Or play them to completion. Uh, or even any of them. Yeah, some, sometimes not any Johnny... of them. Johnny... Johnny bought one of the three. Chase, you've bought no, two of the three, I think. Uh, yeah,
2: I didn't buy anything.
0: Let's. Uh, Vermintide
2: let's, Two is a Game Pass game.
0: <laughs> Verm, you don't even have that selected here, bud.
2: It was crossed out, and someone wrote "Hello Neighbor." <laughs> All right, let's. Oh, you
0: did buy that on an
1: iPad, didn't you? Let's. No, no, he got the free version. That's only the first act. Uh, now let's let's yeah. talk about let's talk about our picks here. So I had Shining Resonance Refrain which I was very excited about because it was a Shining game, uh, a series that I've actually never played, but I've been very excited to, and I've purchased a lot of those games and was ready to because they're like Fire Emblem, even though this one wasn't like Fire Emblem because this was a more traditional JRPG. Uh, it had some okay trailers. I still thought it might be good. It was, a, it, it was going to be like a solid JRPG on the Switch, which at the time, and I think kind of still, there aren't many great jrpgs on the switch uh and then it came out and i don't i don't think this is something i need apparently it's not a bad game it's just kind of a middling game and so that one didn't work out i ended up not buying shining residence Uh, i did buy octopath traveler though and i've talked about that on the show and i bought captain toad and i think we talked about that last week didn't we
0: yeah, we yeah, talked, we and, and Captain
1: Toad is, is very good, and and then I did have like some kind of honorable mentions of Banner Saga three, which I bought but didn't get to because I am still working through the other games. Did you pick that up on your Switch? I did. Mm-hmm. So now I have the whole trilogy yep. on Switch. Um, cool. I bought Sonic Mania Plus, and we've talked about that on the show. And then Code of Princess came out yesterday, I believe, August thirty first, and and uh, the EX version, and I have not purchased. Per- <laughs> july 30 sorry july 31st thank you and and i didn't buy that yet i might still who knows i still thought the the, the 3ds hey, game doesn't sound interesting. Like,
0: i don't i don't think that code princess has any gray market pokemon in it so i'd say that's a hard pass <laughs> that's a you know what that's a strong point bobby what were the three games that you what were your picks not too dissimilar from you chase i i did have captain toad on here that game's a lot of fun mm-hmm. Octopath even though I haven't gone back to it uh, as as much as you have I'm still really excited to get to that game uh, before before years end. Um, I put Pokemon go on here again Like this wasn't something I talked about in the actual episode, but there was some really cool community event things that happened in July um, With some of the legendary birds and that was a lot of fun to, to go and do so um, Pokemon go they introduced some, some fun activities um, again this was also the second anniversary for that game, so they introduced some extra XP things, and they introduced some new uh, a lowland variants and some new shiny variants of Pokemon that you know. Unfortunately, I don't have a gray copy to get all of them, but I did get what I could. Um, so yeah, Pokemon Go. But probably uh, from what what stood out the most that I, I did play is Captain Toad, like completely. Completely taken away by yep. like how fun that game was. I need to find more time to play more Captain Toad. I, that game's great.
2: Yeah, I need to pick that up. For sure. Johnny! Johnny! Yeah. Um, of the three games I had here, I only played one of those, and that was very briefly. Uh, I had Vermintide 2, which came to Game Pass, and I downloaded that and played maybe 30 minutes. And Is it cool? I, you know, I played a little bit of the first one, because it was a Free game with gold, and I think those games would be a lot more fun with p- other people.
1: Absolutely, they would. Okay. Was um, it better or worse than Left for Dead? I worse, probably. Correct. Correct answer. Left for Dead is great.
2: Yeah. Um, Octopath Traveler, which I did not buy, and then uh, I actually completely forgot this came out. Uh, Red Faction, Gorilla, Green Marster. There you go. That's it. Okay. God, what a
0: title! Uh, cool, but I so don't think I any of these games are really here, bad. Like, no, um, July July ended up being a pretty solid yeah. month for games, all things considered. And yeah. uh, and, and even of our picks August, here, like even of our
1: picks, like Shining Resonance was uh, maybe a little disappointing for for reviewers. Sonic Mania, I guess I was slightly disappointed by, even though there's it's a solid thing. And then uh, I haven't heard a lot of things about Code of Princess. But other than that, like everything we picked here is, is pretty solid. Pokemon Go is not a
0: game that came yeah. out this last month, but whatever. Excuse me. Whatever. No, I think that uh, it, it was interesting as we were getting this note prepped, like, it kind of dawned on me, like, shit, man, we are, we are like a month away from things getting real wild in video game land. Mm-hmm.
2: Yep, onslaught.
0: And so I'm looking. I was hoping, you know, that maybe I wouldn't be doing something dumb like playing Pokemon games and actually getting through some of these 2018 games. Too bad. But uh, you know, let's wish in one hand and shit in the other here on the show. Um, what I can tell you is, there's there's some pretty surprising hits in August, mm-hmm. leading up into uh, some of our fall gaming, where it really starts to go up to 11. Bobby, do you want uh, to ki-
1: do you want to quickly go through these uh, the free games that you were able to get in August? On different services?
0: Yeah. So let's just do a quick uh, rundown of this, guys. Starting off with Xbox uh, Games with Gold. For the Xbox One, uh, they're giving you for uh, Forza. I'm sorry, Forza. Oh, my Forza. God. Forza. I can't even Forza. say it. Forza. Forza Horizon 2. Fozzie Bear. Fozzie Bear 2. Um, and then For Honor, which, you know, I, I thought that was a little interesting that they threw those two in there. For Honor uh, has a bit of a cult following, so I think I'm
2: that... Gonna, I'm going to check that out.
0: Yeah, I can see you liking it, Johnny. Some of the mechanics are similar to the combat in Dark Souls, I think, as far as like the one-on-one stuff there. Yeah, we um, were
2: watching some gameplay of it. It seemed interesting.
0: What I think will happen here is Ubisoft was like, hey, you know what? We put The Division on Game Pass, and we got a shit ton of people in there spending money on some cosmetic stuff. Maybe For Honor will be a, a way that we can generate some of that that revenue there. Um, for the Xbox 360, Dead Space 3, and then Disney Epic Mickey 2, The Power of Two. Um, thank god you know I've, I've heard those epic Mickey games are not great I don't know if I will get this I one I heard the first to, one was okay to go into it. yeah I mean hey these I are free games so I'm definitely going to pay oh yeah the second one's the one that has Oswald the Rabbit in it ooh Um, moving over to Sony Playstation 4 is giving you a copy of Mafia 3 Johnny I know that this game was riddled with bugs when you played it but you did think that there was some story there Right? Uh
2: the story was engaging, but not enough to keep me in it.
0: Will you go back to it now that it's free? No. Okay. Uh Dead by Daylight. Now I believe that this is a uh, a multiplayer survival S game, like one versus four or five. I think. How that, that plays out? No idea. Okay. I don't okay. even remember it. Um yeah. PS three, Bound by Flame and Serious Sam three BFE. Uh, for the Vita, you have Draw Slasher and a game called Space Hulk. There you go. All the bangers uh, coming out on the Vita. Oh, yeah. Big time. Or Vita. So, uh, moving on, I suppose, unless there's anything that we need to discuss on those free games. I mean, Chase, is there anything out of all those I just listed that you're going to
1: play? Uh, I might just download Mafia 3 just to have it. Um, yep. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's probably it. Okay.
0: I'll probably... I, I'm kind of a sucker. Like, if the games are free, I'll at least add them to my library. I don't know if I'll play yep. them, but I, I kind of feel like I'm leaving money on the table if I don't do that. Uh, Well, moving ahead here, folks, it looks like uh, on August 1st, for you Windows players out there, you can finally get your hands on Yakuza 0. Uh, I really want to play that game. I ended up buying a copy, and it's sitting on a shelf with a bunch of other games that I'm supposed to play. How, how much is this going to lend itself to the sleeping dog series or the true crimes is it is it close to it different
2: i don't think i i really i I think
1: they're pretty different
2: yeah yeah like this this is more like gta
1: like they're okay well mm, because sleeping dogs i think was more like gta this one there's a hint of that there's it's like part of me would say it's a little less bombastic but in other parts, it's a lot more weird. So okay. you kind of you balance, balance some of that stuff in there. I, I've always thought those games were fascinating, and I wanted to get into them, and now that they've been making these remakes and new games that have been getting really popular, it, it really got me to, to try it out, and I thought I would try it out from the story's chronological beginning, and that is Zero. Um, and then the Kiwami games are the kind of remakes of... Uh, I think one and two so far they've they've made Kumami's one and two, but I I imagine they will probably keep going with that, and then they're also making the newest games, and I believe Yakuza Six is the newest one. So those that sounds about people, right. People people like those but games. People are having a
0: great time, and and I want to be one of those people because that that sounds sounds like fun. Yeah, I'm you know I've read up on these games a little bit, and they do look interesting. I don't know if I'll be running to play one anytime soon, but I I would hope that maybe they'll show up on one of these uh you know free games down the road yeah. where there'd be a chance to, to dive into I can it. I see that. Um going over to August 2nd, uh we have a few games that are being ported over to the Switch. Uh you have a game called Salt and Sanctuary that will be coming over and that is out. that is 2D there Dark is... Souls more or less. It's what now? 2D Dark Souls basically. Oh.
1: Pass. Hey, um, I know and you would pass. And People like it, but yeah, it's not a game for you or me. No, I'm I'm kidding.
0: Uh, not really. But uh, Iconoclast is coming over to the Switch also. That was a PS4 in Windows, I think, uh, a few months back. Uh, that has any art style to it, but to what we talked about offline, it is one of those Metroidvania games, which, you know, there's not a lot to pick from these days, so you have an one here. Yeah, there's a billion of those games out there. And People
1: like those games. I just have never been able to get into Metroidvanias. It's, uh, except, if, except for
0: one that is also coming out this month. <laughs> Go ahead. So, uh, if you are uh, one of our PC or Mac gamers out there, there is This is the Police 2 that will also be coming out on August 2nd. I don't even know much about This is the Police 1. So, uh,
1: uh, I, I. From what I remember, it was trying to do some kind of political activism-y kind of stuff in there, and this, the writing wasn't quite there to to really do the things okay. that the developers said they wanted to do. Uh, that is what I believe I remember if this is the game that I'm thinking of. And they're making a second one.
0: Okay. Um, on August 3rd, however, we get a non-Pokémon game for the 3DS called WarioWare Gold. Hell yeah. Now, this is a remake...
1: Uh, it's more, like a, more like a collection, yeah. It's it's taking games. I believe it is from Mega Micro Games, which is the first one. I think there is some twisted in there as well, which was a Game Boy Advance game that used an accelerometer in the in the cartridge, and then it might have some touch stuff in it. I don't remember. Like it's it's a okay. The hard thing for something like this is that all these games use different different inputs. And to combine these games that go very rapidly I don't know how that's going to work if they try to jumble them all together uh, but, but still every WarioWare game has been good
0: uh, if not incredible have you guys downloaded this demo that is live on the eShop? I haven't, I should
2: no, I need okay. to
0: I got it downloaded, of course it's not Pokemon so I haven't been playing it but it is there waiting for me WarioWare games are very good yeah, that's what you guys said. I'm, you know, I, I can't play Pokemon forever I, as much as I want yeah, to. And, not? Let's, let's not say uh, things you can't take back.
2: You can buy the bootleg cartridge Pokemon forever.
0: <laughs> I'm going to make my own fan fiction Pokemon. <laughs> you um, wouldn't be the first. Po- what I can say is, is that I'm excited to play some more things on that hardware that I got, my new uh, 2DS XL. So this is a game that... Uh, maybe down, down the line, if there is some sales this holiday season, I might throw that in the old shopping cart and see what I can do. Um, one game, however, that I think we're all three pretty much excited and sold on outside of WarioWare is the port of Dead Cells, which comes out on August 7th. Yeah, uh, the game looks cool as hell. Yep, we've mentioned this game a few times in anticipation, and I think that two of the three of us have it already downloaded on our Switch, ready to go. Yep.
2: I, do indeed. I do indeed. Three I of three. Indeed.
0: So... That will be live on August 7th. I'm sure we'll be talking a lot more about that. Also on August 7th is a sequel to a game that we got to play this past weekend, which is Overcooked 2. Yeah, I'm going to be getting that for sure. Yeah, that game is a lot of fun. Uh, I think that there was a lot of chaos around us that made it a little bit difficult to really zone in on. But I could see that being one of those couch co-op experiences that if you could commit (laughs) the time and patience Not if you want to stay
1: friends. Yeah, not By the way, I am no longer friends with your child, Johnny. He put a tomato in my onion <laughs> soup. And that's the last straw. What a jerk. That is
0: the last Sorry, straw. Sorry, Chase. Uh, the long-awaited port of Monster Hunter World is coming to Windows on August 9th. I'm very excited for them. Uh, that is a fantastic game, and I hope that they uh, are uh, excited for the hours and hours they can spend hunting on that game. Uh... Also on August 9th, another port here. We have Okami HD coming to the Nintendo Switch. I you know, I, I didn't I didn't really invest as much as I probably should have been at that time that I played on the Xbox of this remake, or not the remake, but the port. Um I will say that I think the Switch would probably make a little bit of sense for that experience and, and playing that game. I think it would fit that uh that hardware pretty well.
1: And, and that's, a, that's
0: that's a Zelda game. Like it, it that is, is basically just a Zelda I, game. That sounds like your jam. I just Uh, here's the thing if as pretty as the updated graphics were for this like the controls are just bad Mm. and it feels Mm. really old and playing it and that was hard for me like i just couldn't get past how jarring uh the difference between the game's look and feel was uh for me madden nfl 19 is going to be coming out on august 10th tune in to mac mike and uh Check out what he has to say about that, friend of the show. Mike Mac. Mike Mac, <laughs> Mike Mac. Uh,
2: Who has uh, now gone full-time YouTuber. He's gone full-time yeah, YouTuber
1: Mike.
0: a while ago. But yeah, he's, he's yeah. doing it. Um, also, coming out uh, on that time is a game that's been long talked about, which is We Happy Few. That'll be on Windows, PS4, and Xbox One. Uh, I don't know if that's going to be a Game Pass game. I know that Microsoft recently acquired the studio. Uh, I think... I think that is a pay a pay for any Xbox user. I don't think that that's going to be included with the. Uh... I'd like to try it out. Yeah, I'm excited for what that game could be. Um, there's another game that I know nothing about coming out for PS4, Xbox, and PC called Phantom Doctrine. This game looks interesting. Uh, anything that.
1: Yeah, like this yeah, is. Looks, are you excited? Th- this is uh, this is basically an XCOM game. Like somebody is making XCOM with spies which It oh, cool. kind of also which kind of has also been made already and it was called Invisible Link and it was very good but this is uh, a much more realistic art style it it very much does just does look like XCOM and XCOM 2 uh they've got from the gameplay trailer stuff it looks like it's going to be really difficult uh there's even because it's all spies it's all kind of cold war, cold war spy era stuff there's this This uh, mechanic of your agents being able to be captured in the field by the enemy and brainwashed and sent back to you and they could be double agents Uh, you can also brainwash enemies and make them make them part of your team so sounds like there's some interesting mechanics it's an interesting setting for this kind of a game uh i'm not necessarily saying i'm gonna buy it but i am at least interested to keep seeing where it goes because because it could be pretty cool you know how much i love my turn-based strategy games and this game is is absolutely in line with that kind of a
0: kind of thing nice man uh also on the 14th there's a game called death's gambit that comes out on windows and ps4 another game that i don't really know anything about
2: Uh, it's a 2d dark souls game yeah it's an adult swim game Oh, really? Mm-hmm.
0: I would say... Is, is this something that you guys are excited about?
2: Man. You know, I it's, kind of forgot it was coming out, but...
1: It looks cool. Yeah, it really does look cool. I, I think of the two 2D Dark Souls games coming out this month, this one looks better than Salt and Sanctuary. Salt and Sanctuary is also a game that is a few years old now uh, and was well-reviewed at the time. So I, I think if, you're, if you want something that is proven and solid, Salt and Sanctuary is where you want to go. If you're interested in something that looks a little bit nicer and, and might be something really cool, Death Gambit's the way to go. Um, but if you like the art style, the pixel art style of Death Gambit, I think probably you should just go get Dead Cells because that game is in that similar art style and is probably
0: yeah. going to be the best game of the three of them. I am so excited for Dead Cells and not excited for any Dark Souls 2D stuff, so I'll stick with Dead Cells. Um, moving forward from there guys, we have The Walking Dead the final season episode 1 on August Finally. 14th. Windows, or PS4, Xbox 1. Uh, did either is, of you play
1: the looks like an X- Did either of you play season 2?
0: No, I no.
2: played the first episode of season 1.
1: Oh, it. I played all of season 1 and thought it was fantastic. I I just never felt the need I to just, play any more of that.
2: I have such a hard time playing Telltale games. I don't know what it is.
0: Yeah, I can see that. Uh, I enjoyed what I played of the Batman story that they did. Um, and I think that the Guardians one is either out or coming out. That's out, right? The Guardians of the Galaxy? No idea. Uh, the Bo- no idea. Borderlands
1: one is, They're making is pretty game good.
2: For everything.
0: The Borderlands one I thought was, was
1: fun. I, I got through the first couple chapters of it and, and liked it. Uh, I've heard people say decent things about the Minecraft one. Uh, the, I'm surprised
0: Jude hasn't they played They do a that. ton of oh, stuff. Oh,
2: Jude's played all of that.
0: Is he a fan? Yeah, he likes it a lot. Cool. Um, also, Pat Noswell does the voice. Of he the does. Mac I think, oh, I really? think Brian Posehn's in that game, too. Neat. Um, there is an expansion for World of Warcraft, The Battle of Azeroth, that comes out on the 14th for Windows and Mac. Um, August 15th, we have a game called State of Mind that comes out on Windows, Mac, Nintendo Switch, PS4, and Xbox One. Don't know much about this game. Yeah,
1: even watching a trailer, I still don't really know what that game's about. <laughs> I, I, it didn't, it didn't
0: pique my interest, though. I'll say that. Uh, what does pique your interest? I'm hoping is a sequel to Guacamelee.
1: Yeah. Hey, this is a Metroidvania game that I actually like. the The first Guacamelee, yes. I think, is just a fantastic game with with maybe just a little bit of cultural appropriation in there, and by a little, I mean a lot. But it still is very fun and at least pretty reverential to the the source material. Guacamelee! 2 uh, looks like it will also be very fun. Sadly, no Vita version this time, but but it it is on PS4 and PC, and I'll be excited to play it on PS4.
0: Is this a day one pickup for any of you? Yeah, totally. I like Guacamelee! Probably not. Um, That comes out on August 21st. Also on August 21st, now, I don't know if these are, these are remakes. They're yeah. remakes, right? Yes.
3: Yeah.
1: Uh, I
2: don't uh, even think they're be.
0: remakes. I think they're just HD. They're HD versions. HD ports. Yeah. Okay. HD-ified. Now, they announced these games uh, alongside the Kickstarter for the third version of this, correct? I don't uh, know. Or, like, right after. They,
1: they were around the same time. Yeah. yeah.
2: This is okay. just something to sate your thirst until Shinmu okay. 3 comes yeah. out, which is what we're all looking for. Oh, you yeah. Guys,
0: do you guys care about Shin- No. No. Okay. Um, on August twenty fourth, there's a game called F one 2018 That's going to be coming out on Windows, PS four, Xbox One. Uh, also, on I like the how you say there's a game called this. Like you don't know
1: that F one is a rate is racing. You- hey, just because I go to B town doesn't mean I have to know what this is. Okay. It's not that kind of racing. This is not an-
2: F one's a little hoity toity. This is B-town. this is
1: European NASCAR. <laughs>
0: European. Yes, which okay. means you it, it's
1: NASCAR game. with monocles.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, I like it. NASCAR with monocles. I, I will buy into it. What about Little Dragons Cafe?
2: Uh, I watched a trailer. Is that like Polar Bearcats? No.
0: Well, mm, it's like Cafe Penguin. Mm,
1: I don't know. Like, I, I didn't see the... I didn't really see any gameplay, but this game looked kind of really incredibly cute. And okay. I don't, maybe there's something there. I don't know. Uh, it's something I'm going to keep a, keep a closer eye on. But it, it looked pretty cute. You have like a little red dragon. It reminded me, art style wise, a little bit of Monster Hunter um, Generations. No, not Story. Generations. What's Monster Story. Hunter Story? Thank you. Generations is a yeah. game that I'm seeing on this list, and that's what's
3: me.
0: Anyway, I don't uh, know. Look kinda, it looked kind of neat. on the Switch and PS4, right? Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, there's a game on the twenty eighth called Blade Strangers that's coming out for Windows, Nintendo Switch, and PS Four. This is that kind of
1: like indie crossover fighting game. So this is the one that has Cave Story characters in oh, it, yeah, yeah. Isaac's in it, um, the the princess from Code of Princesses in this game. Uh, I don't know about the actual fighting. I think it's really cool that all these studios are lending lending their IP to this game, and and that's kind of neat. Uh, there aren't a lot of fighting games on the Switch and, and not a lot of good ones and once Dragon Ball Fighters comes out for the Switch there won't be a reason to get any other fighters, so maybe before that right. happens, yeah. this
0: is the time to, to try one. Uh, yeah, I mean, as the resident... Fighting expert of the show, Chase. Is this something that you think you'll be picking you up? You should not point? call me that.
1: And no, uh, I, I, it's it's cool, but it's it's a little untested for me. If I if I see some more stuff about it, if it gets a lot of traction, but if I'm playing a fighting game this year, it's it's Dragon Ball Fighters. What about the Blob Two Remastered? I never played the Blob, but I heard I heard fun things. The Blob seems kind of cool. Like you bounce around cities and splash color in different places. That seems like a fun thing.
0: Yeah, uh, I can play You know, with the Squid squid Girls and the Blob 2 uh, on the Nintendo Switch. Uh, is that actually true? There is... No. I, I mean, it makes sense if it was going to be a Splatoon. That, that totally and, would. Like, series. why wouldn't you? That'd be great. Yeah. Um, you mentioned this earlier, Chase. Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate is actually coming out in August, on August 28th for the Nintendo Switch. Uh, I am excited for Are that. you? Yes. Are you ready to be disappointed? And it's not... <laughs> Like, I'm friends with
1: you. Serious. Okay, Bobby, let me put this in terms you will understand. Uh, you've been playing Alpha Sapphire. You've been playing Monster Hunter and Alpha Sapphire and they want you to go back and play Monster Hunter Soul
2: Silver.
3: <laughs> we got him.
0: That's what this is. Uh, That's anyway. what this
2: is. An analogy well, he can understand.
0: You know, I I guess I should wait and see. I, I was pretty excited about there's some really neat Zelda content they're bringing into this, uh, which you know—that's a
1: you, bad reason to buy you. a game. That's how they get you. If um, I was able, if so if does? I was able to stop myself from buying the Monster Hunter game that had Fire Emblem stuff in it, you can stop yourself from buying the Monster Hunter game that has Zelda stuff. That's fair. Stuff in you
0: there. know what? That's fair. I think I'll do that. And quite honestly, like I have no business probably getting a game like that before. Uh, I finished the Pokemon games and Octopath and everything else that comes out. You already out, bought
1: so. the wrong version of Monster Hunter to not get one of your other top five games ever content that was
0: no added shit. to it. Thanks, Johnny. Um, Johnny, are you going to play Pro Evolution Soccer on, on August 28th? P.E.S. Oh, I
1: play FIFA. The, the, last, okay. the last Konami game ever made. <laughs> right. What's that? Uh, Konami puts oh. out Pro Evolution Soccer, and they don't, yeah. they don't really make games much anymore. That's the thing. No, I,
2: I, I played uh, PS 2018 is on Game Pass, and I, I tried it out, but I, I definitely prefer FIFA.
1: Do, do you, have you ever played uh, Winning Eleven? Is that the same? Are those like the same what? franchise? Winning Eleven Soccer? Isn't that a franchise I, from
2: before? I don't
3: know
1: what that is. Okay. It's a <laughs> soccer game of some sort.
0: Got it. Uh, what about a game called Strange Brigade? Anything here? I don't know here? what that is. Chase? Yeah.
1: Win- winning 11
0: is, is the same
1: thing as Pro Evolution Soccer. Sorry, I just needed to fact, fact uh-huh. check myself. It might be called that in another place. Uh, Strange Brigade looks like, uh, from the trailer that I saw, which admittedly was uh, I was half paying attention to, it looks like... Hmm... Like a poor man's Uncharted, but it's also got like some co op stuff in there, and it looks kind of like multiplayer ish and looks a little cheap, in my opinion. Like, the, mm, I don't know, I really don't know a whole lot about what this game is, but it gave me kind of a like an Uncharted
0: vibe, but a little like a little busted. You certainly have to know then what Victor Vran Overkill Edition is. Sadly, I do. I also looked
1: up a trailer for that, and that looks like kind of just like a whatever Diablo kind of game. And Victor Van is like a, a like a poor
0: man's Van Helsing. It sounds like a shitty porn star is what it sounds like
3: to me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
1: he, Victor Vran
0: he, overkill. He kind of
1: he kind of looks like Van Helsing. That uh, there oh, seems to be God. it's that it's that isometric that isometric kind of view. It. Looks like it's going to be a loot kind of game like Diablo.
0: It, it really just kind of does look like a Diablo game. Look at it this way you can start Yakuza Zero on August 1st and be ready for Yakuza Kwame 2 by August 28th. Well,
2: no, you need to play Yakuza Kwame.
0: Okay. After Yakuza Zero. So. What is this, me playing Pokemon now? <laughs> uh, just just Ch- saying that. Chani, Divinity Original Sin Two finally yeah. coming out. You've you've been excited for this game for a while. Chase, are you are you in or out? Uh, I don't. Chase is yeah. in. Like yeah, I'm I'm in. Different. <laughs>
1: I, I don't know. I don't. Chase is more excited
2: for the last game coming
0: out. Yeah, Chase is more excited for Naruto to Boruto: Shinobi Striker.
1: You know, it does sound like a game that I would be interested in. I've played Naruto games before and have enjoyed them, but this one, this one, it seemed—I don't know if it's like free to play or or something—but it does seem like it's a it's a much more multiplayer kind of competitive game that doesn't quite doesn't quite hit on the things that i would want out of that franchise it it seems kind of cool like it's kind of like a capture the flag kind of thing you have a team of three ninjas the opponent has a team of three ninjas and and i think Grocky loves him i think all three of those are separate characters like they're separate players playing those three different things so it's kind of this team thing and that's interesting but i i I don't
0: know if it's for me it's cool though it's it's got a nice look All right, well that brings us to the the last hurrah here, Chase. Yes. Give me your August picks, and you you said to whittle this down to two this time. So you gotta you gotta kill some darlings. What are your two picks? Uh,
1: I think you four? always say let's whittle it down to two. I think that's dumb. I'm gonna whittle it down to three. <laughs> uh, and and yeah. for me, that's Dead Cells, Warrior Wear Gold, and Guacamole Two. Uh, I think Phantom Doctrine could be interesting, but I'm not 100 percent sure on that. Uh, warrior or gold i think is going to be good but i'm i might not pick that one up the other two games i'm going to pick up and play a lot and i'm i'm very excited for them
0: okay uh for me dead cells guacamole 2 and then we happy few if we're going to stick to three uh if i had to go with the two i'd probably uh, chop off we happy few there and uh johnny uh overcut 2 okay
2: dead cells and divinity 2 and nice. I think this is the first time that all three of us have had, at least the same like one of the same game on all of our. Yeah,
0: lists. it's it's a rare occurrence here on the show. I I do think that you're going to be hearing a lot about that that game. Uh, you know, depending on when we record, maybe on the next episode. Yeah, totally. Yeah, totally. We can just chill until the next episode, as they say. Uh, as we're wrapping up here, Johnny, because I can hear your family got home. Why don't you kick <laughs> us off first with, uh, what you've been up to besides waiting on your family?
2: Uh. You know, I, I still uh, uh, been uh, submitting stuff to that writing group. Uh, it's been very helpful. I've actually decided now that I'm 30, and it's something I've dreamt about doing since I was a junior in high school. I'm actually going to pursue getting some of my stories published. Ooh!
0: So, um, nice man. I that will be the first to write a review. <laughs> oh, thanks. I'm sure it'll uh, be
2: glowing. Zero stars. Um, so I have some short story ideas I'm going to work on. I'm going to start sending those out there. There's a website I used to use uh, called Duotropes Digest uh, several years ago. I'm going to get on there and start submitting some
0: work and see what happens. Nice, man. Uh, if anybody wanted to follow on any of your creative writing, there's a place they can go read some of that.
2: Not at this time.
0: <laughs> Too bad. Right. Well, why don't you sign off, and we'll uh, we'll wrap this thing up so you can go see your family. All right, guys. Good night. All right. Thank you. Yep. Now let's have some real fun. <laughs> yes, so I'm sure. Uh, uh, Chase, yeah, Gamers on the Go, yeah, I'm itching to be back on. Yeah,
1: I mean we've talked about an episode for you and me. I think we've actually talked about it on the show before that maybe we'll talk about Black and White when you get to those games. Uh, I've been talking to a lot of people lately. Actually, I've got a, a my my good friend Matt Jagera that I've done a lot of episodes of Gamers on the Go with. He and I have been talking about another episode to do in the near future. Pierce Corshane, who you've been on an episode of Gamers on the Go with and and is a uh, super good dude. Yeah, love Pierce. Uh, he and I have been talking about a couple different games that we might try doing shows on. Uh, these are still in the very early stages. I would like to go back and actually play a lot of these games that we've been talking about. So to play them to a point where I can make, uh, make some solid statements on them to do the research that goes into making an episode like that, and then to schedule a time to actually record with these people. Uh, I, I'm not going to say it's going to happen next week or anything. Don't, don't be <laughs> like right. constantly refreshing your feeds looking for it. But they, they are in the works. They are happening. And I'll be getting some stuff out as, as soon as I can. Nice, man. That's a GOTG Podcast on Twitter, right? Yep. And gamersonthego.com yep. if nice. you want to go to the website. And then we're also on SoundCloud if you want to search gamers on the go
0: will be will be in there very cool uh for us uh we are going to put some of these titles up that we've been talking about we'd love to hear from you out there on uh what is the game that you're looking forward to in august and if there's a game that you played in july that you really enjoyed like we'd like to hear about that too um as always we are interested in hearing some things that you'd like us to talk about from topics or themes We're, we're interested in diving down some rabbit holes that the fans want to hear about. So if there's anything on your mind that you'd like for us to discuss that's not Pokemon related, uh, please do email us, which you can do so, Hour at gmail.com. But probably the best way to get in touch with us is gonna be on Twitter or any social networking platform. We are just at the Casual Hour on all those. We've got an awesome site that you can go and check out some of our friends' content on and also get in touch with us. We're just thecasualhour.com. Uh, next week, as you guys have heard multiple times, we're gonna be talking about Dead Cells for sure. And probably a little bit about this Destiny uh, wrapping up the the year before the, the the year two stuff, which is, I think, the Solstice of Heroes, yeah, correct? Yeah, big deal. Woo. And so Chase and I are probably going to hop on that tonight after our uh, recording. So with that being said, we appreciate you all tuning in and letting us talk to you about the games we're excited for. Uh, again, the last episode of every month, we will do one of these previews, and so we'll be back uh, very soon discuss some of the games we're looking forward to in September. With that being said, drop us a line and play something new.